1: I
0: just $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and
6: Mocha Show podcast. I uh, love this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah.
0: Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break.
6: Uh, according to a new report, there. Taylor Swift's father made $15 million in that big deal that went down between Scott Barchetta and Scooter Braun and the selling of Big Machine and all that stuff. And it was first reported that Taylor... Million? $15 million? Yeah, because it, it was It was first reported that Taylor Swift had no knowledge of it and found out through a phone call after it was a done deal. But now there's sort of questions into whether that is actually the case. So years ago... The story was the the big criticism with Taylor, which was unfair at the time and it's certainly unfair now because she has done everything in in the world that a, an artist can do. but the the big story at the time was that her father bought her her career because her dad was this rich former Merrill Lynch guy, right?
2: Yeah and he it was his record label
6: right? No, so what oh. he did is that he went to I guess big machine and uh. he in he invested uh, he gave big machine five hundred thousand dollars at the time okay. Which worked out to five percent ownership of the company, so small, so small, a small amount, and then gotcha. and then everything happened. Taylor took off. She built it herself. No, I'm nobody's questioning Taylor's genius. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but when it came to the deal to sell Big Machine and Taylor's catalog, that big controversy that went on, mm-hmm. there was a um, uh, a non-disclosure agreement signed, phone call that was supposed to take with the five owners of Big Machine. And Taylor's dad recused himself from the phone call at the time because he was like, listen, Scott Burschetta owns 90 percent of this company. Whatever he's going to do with this company, I don't need to be on the phone call. And if I'm on the phone call, it's an NDA call. So I won't be able to tell my daughter. Yeah. So he didn't do the phone call.
2: Did the right thing. Did the right
6: thing. Um, so did he then tell Taylor that it was all going to happen? Because the phone call happened 48 hours before the deal went through. Mm -hmm. Scooter Braun wound up making 300, he paid $300 million for it or whatever it was. And then he sold, he flipped Taylor's catalog, everything, all that stuff. So what has come out now is in that whole deal that, you know, pissed Taylor off so much, um, with Scooter Braun is that her dad's 5% was still in there. And according to the report, her dad walked away. Taylor walked away furious. Yeah. Her dad walked away with fifteen point one million dollars,
2: and he didn't say anything to her about it. We, I, I, I assume
6: he did. I assume he did mm. because that was the reason he didn't do the phone call. But Taylor's, and the
2: other question is, did he give any of that to Taylor? Well, that's under that. the assumption that, I mean, he told her. I right? don't.
6: I I don't think he would have. It was
2: his investment. It was, know, still, it was his portfolio. It was his $500,000. But it was his it, daughter that made that record label what it then became.
3: Yeah, but she made way more. Yeah. May, when? Not
6: in that deal. No, I'm just saying in general. I mean, it can be, it can be argued, did she make Big Machine or did Big Machine make Taylor Swift? Right?
2: She made, I say she made Big Machine.
6: See, I think it can be argued the other way. Fully. And, and I'm sure they would too, mm-hmm. right? But no, I don't think her dad gives her the 15 mil. No, not think so. No, I don't, think, so. no, I don't think, no,
2: I, I wouldn't. A portion. No. I didn't say all of it. No, a I brought portion. you into
6: this world. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Shem. Oh. I brought you into this world. I bought you that guitar that you learned on.
2: Now why did right? you bring this money to the bank?
6: I was the one driving you the vocal lessons. <laughs> sequence all over the car. Every time you had to go do a talent show. I was the one on my knees cleaning those up. There you go. (laughs) When you were growing so fast, couldn't keep you in jeans. I was the one that kept buying you jeans.
7: Taylor's tall.
6: (laughs) Yes, she is. That's a a bugger for a parent. When you got a kid that keeps growing and growing, expensive. (laughs) I'm not saying it's $15.1 million expensive. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we have to take the jeans into consideration, (laughs) right? Shoes ain't cheap. So yeah, so I don't think he gives her any of the money, but uh, but that's sort of how it all went down. But Taylor's dad, yeah, walked away with uh, fifteen mil from that deal.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, Al Pacino is a dad again, although the whole like again thing- again. The whole thing was just announced because remember it came out that uh, his 29-year-old girlfriend, Al Pacino, by the way,
2: 83,
6: uh-huh. uh, 29-year-old girlfriend was pregnant. And then it was the are they together, are they not together, all this other all this other stuff. So they just had the kid. It's a boy. Oh, no, congratulations. No, no details on the name Young yet. Young Pacino. Yes. Uh, But Chelsea Handler released a video talking about horny old men um, on her socials. And she uh, points out uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, um, Alec Baldwin, and uh, and Elon Musk. So listen to this.
1: There's a new epidemic sweeping the country. And no, it's not another virus. It's worse. Horny old men who won't stop spreading their seeds. And don't even get me started on these four horny old men who have never met a broken condom they didn't like, they cannot stop procreating. Between the four of those guys, they have 32 children. Robert De Niro just had his seventh child at the tender age of 79. Elon Musk clearly isn't as old as Murdoch or De Niro. He's not in his 80s, but because of his personality, he may as well be. So how do we protect the women of the world from horny old men? Don't worry, I have a plan to stop this madness, and I'm offering to put myself up for auction for any available octogenarians. You can find me on eBay or DoorDash, and for 20% off, you can use the code Sugar. Actually, maybe all these old men should put themselves up for auction. After all, they are antiques. Horny old men, it's never worth the money.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that's so good it's never i love man the money
2: Ch- i love chelsea handler so much you do
6: huh yeah we're yeah. going to a,
2: jenna and i are going to her show
6: you are yeah, yeah. i've never been a fan no <gasps> no oh no, dude she's no. so funny uh, no don't get me wrong i uh, don't get me wrong i shouldn't say that i think chelsea as a like parson i love her right uh-huh. i'm not a fan of her comedy
2: oh, okay yeah mm,
6: yeah i'm not great. a i'm not a fan of her i don't know her last uh, her, stand-up her special,
2: special on netflix yeah. Oh man, it was good. Yeah. So good. Yeah.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Podcast. Uh, do we have time for Schwarzenegger? Always have time to get to the chopper. So uh, I don't know if you did you watch the new doc on Netflix, the four-part series, or three-part series, no. or whatever it is. is it it's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. And he gets into
2: everything. I thought you were gonna say he gets into
6: the chopper. No, like he talks about knocking up the maid. And like his marriage ending, yeah. And, oh yeah, he te- he gets everything? in everything, and drugs, it, anything. It's like that? it's the most sort of open, like because it's just the whole thing is him, right? Yeah, the whole thing is just narrated by him, and it goes through his early years in Austria as a young bodybuilder, and then falling in love with America, uh, and then becoming an action hero, and then becoming governor of California. Right, okay. so those are the sort of three stages of Arnold's life: the athlete, the superstar, and the politician. Mm. And uh, so he's sitting down with uh, in an interview here here to, he can't, but to talk about whether he would ever uh, be able to win a presidential
8: election. The Constitution said that a president has to be a natural born U.S. citizen. If not for that, would you have run for president? Well, yes, of course. I mean, I think the field was wide open in 2016. And I think the field is open right now. I mean, think about it right now. I mean, who is there that is really a person that can bring everyone together? Who is there the other day that people say, OK, he's not too old or he's not too this or do that or this? Stuff? Because it's now a question about who do you vote against rather than who do you vote for? So you're this... saying you would run for president in 2024. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, because it's a, it's a look, it's a, it's a no brainer. I see it so clearly how he could win that that election. I mean, it's like me in California in, uh, when I was, uh, you know, running for governor. It was clear that people are looking for some new answer, not a right wing or a left wing, but someone that can bring the nation together. There's just so many things that need to be done and can be done. And what makes it so wonderful is because it's doable. It's all doable. All it needs is just people coming together and saying, yes. We can do it. Hmm. Also get to the ah. chopper. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: Podcast.
6: So it was announced that Taylor was going to be announcing international dates. But yes. when she did, once again, Canadians were sort of left in the dust. She announced Mexico City, Buenos Aires, Latin American tour dates, all this other stuff. Right. Um, on, however, somebody noticed that the Canadian Ticketmaster website updated to include a listing for the Eras tour. So there's now a sort of graphic oh, that has yes. Taylor um, and the and the Eras tour. And if you go through her current dates, right. Mm-hmm. So. Through August, she is, uh, the new dates were Mexico City. So one, two, three, four dates in Mexico City, right? Mm -hmm. That brings Taylor to August 27th. Her next set of dates start in Buenos Aires, Argentina, Mm -hmm. November
2: 9th. Oh, wow. That is a
6: huge gap. That is a huge gap. It's like
2: a month and a half, almost two full months.
6: So some people were anticipating that those might be European dates. Um, Who knows? But that is a big gap. August 27th to November 9th is the break in the tour. From uh a
2: month and a half, okay yeah,
6: so so uh, a month and a half. So okay. that's why and then and then in this at the same time, Ticketmaster Canada updated with the Taylor Swift graphics. So a lot of people are anticipating hmm. that there will be Canadian dates announced in that window. Okay, so good. That's the why they're but freaking out. Is There's she, nothing official. Are they waiting
3: for like the, the, the hockey schedules?
6: Well, no, because for she's venues. playing stadiums. So it's they should be playing like mm. stadiums, not arenas right okay so it's the it's the bigger venues so maybe waiting until oh she can't well hold
3: on it can't be in toronto they're doing renovations right after the jays are done on the stadium
6: yeah but i mean you can you can figure they can go on a five-game road trip and then throw eras in there and it happens all the
3: time no i mean after the jays are done when this gap is they're ripping down more seats
6: but what i mean is that if the baseball still plays in september yeah Okay. Yeah, it does.
3: Okay, October.
6: Yes.
2: Base playoffs. If,
6: yeah, playoffs.
2: I mean, yeah. not for the Jays. Yeah. <laughs> it's, called, it's
6: called the October classic, right?
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
6: There's a new movie from Lionsgate called The Blackening that hopes to kill off the racist Hollywood trope of the black guy always dies first. Hey.
2: Oh, I think I saw the so, movie poster for this. So,
6: the blackening with an all-black cast uh-huh. uh, saw the opportunity to, c- to combine comedy and cultural healing, they say. Oh, uh, the Lionsgate movie follows a group of seven black friends from college who take who take a Juneteenth trip to a cabin in the woods and are confronted by a killer that assesses their degree of blackness to determine who to kill oh, first. Oh
7: god. <laughs> yes, you know what? <laughs> I worry. did
2: see this poster. Yes, this is the one. I want to see
7: this movie. so do i jay Farrell's in that one I
6: yes as well. yeah, yeah yeah uh new oh, york university great. professor uh shatima jones told reuters that the blackening shows um black people as human while blackness becomes kind of its own character in the film so uh that's kind of cool i'm okay. down with that
0: love it the roz and mocha show podcast podcast
6: hbo is denying that the idol uh has been canceled already so after all the black b- backlash and hate and everything else for that uh, that show, I guess Page Six said that it has already been um, nixed for a season two. However, HBO um, kind of came out responding to those rumors on Twitter, saying. Uh, it is being misreported that a decision on a second season of The Idol has been determined. It has not. And we look forward to sharing the next episode with you Sunday night. Well, they're not going to announce it before. No. Because then nobody's nobody's yeah. even going to bother They'll checking it wait out. Wait till
2: after the show is wrapped up. Yeah, yeah.
6: Which is only like five episodes. Yeah, after only, episode like, five. Yeah, like three more weeks or something uh-huh. like that. Uh, but yeah, so there you, there you go. The Idol not officially canceled.
0: The Roz and
6: Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, BB Raxa was performing at the Rooftop at Pier Seventeen in New York City over the weekend. Uh, when a, I guess, fan or somebody in the audience threw their cell phone at her and hit her right in the face. What? And she dropped to her knees and like covered her face. And then well, people yeah. people
2: came out and 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 brought her up brought her off stage i think it was just gonna like fall on the ground and she'd pick it up and do a selfie no and- it was like thrown oh right
6: and then and then there's video of like this, a security guard was looking for the guy who did it and I, there's like a, some guy with his hand up like bald dude whatever with his hand up being like yeah it was me and then security just took him out of the venue Why but uh that? i have no idea but here's the uh here's the fan reaction <laughs> so the extent of her injuries are unclear, but unconfirmed reports indicate that BB Rexa needed three stitches under her oh. left eye. So
0: that guy with that, right? The Ross and Mocha show podcast. podcast, uh,
6: Bella Montoya, the 76 year old Ecuadorian woman who seemingly rose from the dead at her own funeral on June 9th. Has, what? has, so there was this, she's 76 and she was in the hospital And she had, I believe, suffered a like cardiorespiratory heart attack thing. Mm -hmm. And she was pronounced dead. And they organized the funeral, put her in the coffin, put the coffin in the funeral home. And then she was in there for about five hours and then started knocking on the inside of the coffin at the funeral
2: like, let me out let, me, let out. me
6: out let me out and then they open mm-hmm. up the coffin and she was in there not in great shape and her family and everybody was around her and then they took her and they brought her back to the hospital that had pronounced her dead mm-hmm. and now she's actually passed away officially uh-huh. her son gilbert barbera said this time my mother really did die my life will not be the same so she spent 5 hours in that coffin and then she passed away, I believe, yes or, or the other day. And they made the arrangements for her funeral at the exact same place where her funeral was on June 9th, Yours. where she started knocking on the coffin.
2: Well she started knocking again.
6: Right? Like pick a new spot at least. Uh-huh. This poor
2: family. Right? You gotta like go they to this. probably got they probably Bro. got credit at that place.
3: Yeah. What do you do with like the last couple of you know found days of your life? Nothing, she was like she was was in the hospital, go
2: back to the hospital, like she
6: was dying, she just wasn't dead yet.
2: Do they know if whether or not her time that time that they pronounced her dead put her in the coffin, she was in there for five hours before knocking? Yeah, like could that have been? I guess the additional cause to no, she dying like dying? she was not she's she was was not going already. to make it. No, but point, okay. okay. right? there's
6: not the best air and there's not no 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 not oh, at man, all. That's sad. And then you're like, how often can this happen? And so earlier this year, an 82 year old woman was discovered breathing by funeral home staff after she was already pronounced dead and brought to a Long Island funeral home. And then around the same time in Iowa at a nursing home, uh, they were fined ten thousand dollars for pronouncing a hospice patient. dead Dead, and shipping her off to a funeral home when she was actually alive like this happens more I've than seen, we know i've seen several videos of this on tiktok where they like
2: where somebody is knocked, yeah
6: where somebody's pronounced dead
2: wait what what do you mean Explain
3: i've seen the video. videos on tiktok where they're filming like a coffin
6: i don't believe anything on tiktok
3: Who is? i mean maybe i don't know it seemed real like where there's a person in the coffin and they come back to life Jeez,
2: so somebody man. on the outside is filming.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Who's
2: filming a funeral? Yeah. You that's tacky weird. bugger.
3: That's weird. Super weird. But if they didn't film it, I wouldn't have seen
6: it. But yeah, but uh, uh, Bella Montoya uh, passed away. She was 76.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Courtney Kardashian is pregnant. I don't know if hey. you saw this.
0: Yeah, I saw it on uh, IG.
6: Uh I mean everybody's going in on them because it was obviously staged and everybody knew. So Courtney Kardashian went to the Blink-182 concert and held up a sign that read Travis I'm pregnant, mm-hmm. right? Which is any Blink-182 fans know that's a real like scene from the video for All the Small Things. Mm-hmm. There's a shot in the crowd where some woman has a sign up that says Travis I'm pregnant. And so Courtney did that, right? And then they stopped the show and Travis came down and here's how that sounded. <laughs>
4: up we are
6: Courtney uh, officially stopped IVF treatments uh, back in February 2022, and she captioned this post uh, overwhelmed with gratitude and joy for God's blessing and plan. And people are going in on them because they're like, oh, that was so staged, and Travis knew. And of course, he knew. Mm-hmm. Right? This is all for the TV show. It's all, yeah,
9: like, it was... That's the uh, first thing that she, came
6: like, to my mind. She, like, she's showing, very, very much showing. Like, yeah. she knew, but the thing with the Kardashians, right, and anybody famous for that matter, like, you try and maintain things privately, but then eventually you have to go public with it, and that's a whole other reveal, right? Well, sure. So why not just reveal it this way? But everybody's, like, they're watching this video feeling cheated because oh. Travis knew, and this wasn't a surprise. Like, what business is it of yours? Mm-hmm. So, like you demand to be there when he know when he finds out. Yeah, you like, tell all of us. Like what kind of people are these that are pissed
2: off yeah. that that you that you like he knew before you did. He's yeah. the dad. When are, when are we getting the invite to the gender reveal? Thank you. Right? When do I, we get to come over and meet the baby? Like I can't believe people are like oh he knew before we did. He's the dad. Yeah. It was obviously stage that way for the TV show yes! right which yes! I'm totally fine with because that's all I know the Kardashians from. Thank you. Right? Everything yes. is public. Everything is yes. just the way it is. But I mean, he acted like, I'm not surprised. surprised very I, well. That
6: is the thing, is that he did very much act surprised. Like, oh, my God. Like, I'll give him <laughs> that. Like, he really, really, actor. he really did. Great- <laughs> but I think that people in that room thought that they were sharing a moment with Travis. Mm-hmm. And now they're pissy about it because Shut up. he knew ahead of time. What
0: <laughs> <laughs> <stupid. laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, there's somebody who uh, runs something called Eric's Architectural Salvage Architectural Salvage in okay. L.A.
2: Isn't it
6: Eric? Uh, yes, it is. Eric from Eric's Architectural Salvage. Yep. Um, I, I guess there was a house, a big mansion that Jay-Z and Beyonce stayed in. And what they've done is, I don't know whether they're going through a reno or something like that, but they've gone through this house and pulled out things and are now selling them. Like what? Right? Like the bidet? Ugh, no. For $2,400? No. No?
2: Mm mm.
6: First of all, does anybody in this room think Jay Z is using a bidet? Yes, I do. You do. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. So. You do, Yeah, shem. He's a
7: little he got a little more bougie. He got money. You, know? you think, oh yeah, yeah
6: I yeah, guess yeah. you're right. I guess. Rich I guess. people clean. I just think that it's too, it's too takes too long. Like I think Jay Z is a man whose time is precious. Yeah. What what about I, don't, the I, don't think, I don't think he's messing around he on a, on, phone a while there. on a bidet. I'm
7: sure he's got a bidet guy.
6: No, because you don't sit on a bidet, you have to hover.
7: You Can't have to you hover. hover. and
6: type? No, no, it's too You don't risky. hover and type? No. Hover? Where would I hover? I don't know. No. You don't have a bidet? N- no. Who hovers? Have you never been listening to you? him talk
2: about this story? Does it sound like he's somebody who wants a bidet?
6: Where are you hovering? <laughs> On a public toilet, you hover. I see. I don't do that. I had this argument yesterday with Catherine in the car. She wanted to stop somewhere. I don't know, like at birdhouses or something. And I got really, <laughs> <laughs> <And, laughs> okay. listen, we were out, right? Yeah. And I, and I started three eggs for breakfast and it just wasn't going well for me. Uh-huh. Right? And then we were pretty far from home, like 15 kilometers kind of thing. And, uh, and then I, I was like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta go. And she's like, why don't you just go in the restaurant? And I'm like, listen, savage, I don't do that. Right. Uh-huh. I'd rather, I'd rather wait and go and enjoy myself. Right. And, uh, and then she started getting mad and then we were driving up a country road and she saw like a little roadside thing that was open where they were selling strawberries and birdhouses. <laughs> and then she slams on the brakes and pulls into this guy's driveway and I am in the passenger seat and I go, oh, no, no! Oh, right. No. And then it became, and then it became, uh, why didn't you go in the restaurant? And I was like, listen, it's father's day. I get to choose where I poop on Father's Day, and then she reversed out of that uh, out of the driveway. We did not get out of the car to look at bird feed, bird, bird houses. I thought you were going to say then,
2: that you pooped inside of a birdhouse. Nope. So no, where did I you go?
6: go? I went home. I waited until we got home. You so she didn't get no strawberries? Wait? Nope. She got no strawberries, no bird houses. And I'll tell you what. By the time we got home, I had lost my window. <laughs> so you couldn't won. go? Did you couldn't win? go? Couldn't go. So
2: how long? Couldn't go because of the fight. I was
6: all tense from the fight. right.
2: So how long after you got home were you able to finally today? So where did it go? Yeah. What? Just just hung out there. Excuse me. All day. Yep. Yep. All day yesterday. All day. All last night. Yep. It didn't even wake you up. Nope. No sore
6: belly. Didn't feel great. But you know what are you going to do?
2: I'm surprised. Go
0: back and get her some strawberries in a birdhouse. (laughs) I'm
6: going to have to now.
2: Poor girl. Uh,
0: The Roz and Mocha Show
6: Podcast. Podcast. Uh, A lot of people don't understand sort of the significance of Juneteenth. Like people, I think, know in America that it's like a very American thing, Emancipation Emancipation Proclamation Day. Um, But I think that when we are unfamiliar, Shem, with sort of cultural holidays that don't align with the way we grew up, I think one of the reasons why people don't sort of celebrate in their own way or celebrate with others is because we don't know if it's like a solemn thing Or if it's like a party thing, Mm. can you say happy Juneteenth to people? Like, I I think that people don't know how to sort of treat Juneteenth. And therefore, a lot of people don't participate in Juneteenth.
7: Totally fair. Uh, And I think you can definitely celebrate because it is a moment that should be honored and celebrated. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely celebrate.
6: And is there anything you're doing? Oh, yeah, do we, yeah. Do it? Like, it's, it's big. It's, it happens in Canada, even though we had a completely different date, different time, sure. right? Sure, it's yes. much
7: more of a, of a States thing. Like, my sister, who lives in the States right now, that she's having a big barbecue and yeah. all oh, sorts yeah. of
6: different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was seeing, I was looking through, like, a bunch it's of... It's a June... holiday in the States, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. but only recently, as of, like, the, like, uh-huh. 2021 kind of thing. Totally. Um, but I was looking at a bunch of stuff, like, like Juneteenth events, and it was, like, barbecues Yo. and, like, comedy no, festivals no. and, like, all this, the cookouts. There we go. And, right? Yeah. it's a party like damn let's get in on that uh but yes uh the origins of juneteenth date back to uh, it was june 19th 1865 in uh, galveston texas when they announced that the uh, slaves were free under the emancipation proclamation there you go what are you doing for it sean
7: Oh, you know, I'm going to FaceTime my sister while she's yeah. at a party.
6: You're going to FaceTime her while she's at a barbecue? Well, oh, I got to work. Oh, uh,
7: that's mean, man. You know? <laughs> that's mean. You know, really I should have the day off now that I think about it. Oh! <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh! You know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: True, right?
6: True. Damn yeah. birdhouses.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: So after three years and the twenty million dollars they were paid, and only thirteen episodes of content. Uh, the Meghan Markle podcast has been canceled at Spotify, but you have to listen to this. Bill Simmons, who is Spotify's head of podcast innovation and monetization, has his own podcast called Mm -hmm. The Ringer. And he was on there on his own podcast on Friday talking about Meghan and Harry where he calls them grifters. Listen to this.
5: I, I have, I'm gonna pose this question to you. You you do a lot of business deals, a lot of negotiations. I do? Well let's let, let's just I discuss. wish I had been involved in the Megan and Harry Leave Spotify negotiation. <laughs> the f- Grifters. That's a podcast we should have launched with them. <laughs> Um, I got to get drunk one night and tell the story of the Zoom I had with Harry to try to help him with a podcast idea. Do it. It's one of my best stories. Dude, we, there hasn't been a Drunk Simmons podcast. Let's both get drunk, drunk and Simmons. then we'll just be drunk. Save that idea. <laughs> It'll be really <laughs> easy. The grifters. Here's my...
6: Wow. wow. <sighs> Yikes. <laughs> drunk. So uh, they announced on Thursday that uh, Archetypes was not coming back. Uh, Archwell Productions, which is Megan and Harry's production company, uh, they said in a joint statement that uh, they mutually agreed to part ways with yeah, Spotify. Right. <clears throat>
2: uh-huh. And
6: Because if you remember, <clears throat> they had that deal for like a year. And I think that the only thing that they had done was like a 13 minute Christmas episode or something like that that, that they that they put up. But I thought she had a she had her own podcast too with celebrity it, guests. Not coming back. Yeah, that was canceled. Um, and uh, this now calls into question their 100 million dollar deal with Netflix. Because they released the four part Megan and Harry series, and right. an executive at Netflix has said that there won't be a follow up to that. And I think the quote was that lemon has already been squeezed. So who knows what they're going to? Because what else
2: gonna, were they going to do? Who
6: know? I don't know. They're like I don't know. Like charity docs and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I don't know what was. I don't know what their plan was. But that deal was reportedly worth a hundred million dollars. <gasps> and uh, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, that Meghan and Harry will not be getting the full twenty million dollar payout from Spotify because they just simply didn't deliver the content that was promised. Damn. Damn. That sucks, bro.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Pod-
6: Uh, huge, uh, stranger things news. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is, if you remember, they announced him as the, what is he? The, the, the action ambassador, the chief, the chief action ambassador for Netflix. So Arnold uh, was at a, a big, uh, I think it was called like, was it like Fadoom or something like that? Like this big, um, I don't even know what it was. To Doom. Like, to Doom. That's what you mean. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: that's because that's
6: the sound, Netflix, to Doom. Yeah, so it was like a big Netflix uh, announcement. So Arnold comes out on stage mm-hmm. and says this
8: I'm excited that I can announce that my old friend, a fantastic actress, a badass, is joining the Netflix family in one of my favorite shows. And I know that you love this show, too. She sent a video, and I want you to watch this video. So enjoy your time, and have a great, great weekend, okay? Bye-bye. See you all. Hasta la vista.
6: Okay, and then Arnold walks off stage. The Stranger Things music starts, and this is what we see.
8: Hey, Arnold. Thank
10: you so much for getting this video to to doom. I am Linda Hamilton, and I am so excited to share this news with you. I'm joining the cast for Stranger Things 5. I don't know how to be a fangirl and an actress at the same time. I'm going to work on that. So, good to see you, Arnold. Let's get dinner soon.
2: And everyone else, I'll see you in Hawkins. (laughs) Right? Kind of badass, huh? But also at the same time, why are you hyping us up when you haven't started filming yet? And I've Well, all they, this... they,
6: they can't because of the writers strike. No,
2: I know that. Yes. Save yes. that
6: news, though. But you got to keep know. the hype going. Yes, Mocha. I you agree. You have to keep the hype. I agree. For sure. But
2: what if they don't start filming for like another year?
6: But we already knew it wasn't coming out until 2025. Still. Right? Like Damn. we knew that already. It's not like it was supposed to come out this summer. They should have come back to back. I fully agree because the kids are getting older and I don't even, who knows. But anyway, Linda Hamilton, uh, Terminator, Terminator 2, total badass, yeah. love Linda Hamilton. And I love that they take these sort of retro icons and sprinkle them into Stranger Things, nostalgia. Like, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's so great. I, I love her and I, I, I can't wait to see her in this show.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
6: So I don't know if you saw the Vegas Golden Knights held their Stanley Cup parade and it was that night in okay. in Las Vegas.
2: On the strip. <laughs> on the strip.
6: Come on. And um it was wow, they were all sitting there with like no shirts on and like it was it was Wet. crazy. <laughs> wet soaking wet and uh william carlson did like you know in movies when you see like a like a drunk guy do a best man speech or he's like <laughs> i love you man yeah. like this guy did this but only in front of like thousands of people listen to this okay
7: you guys can hear me
0: yeah you hear me so um
9: this guy this effing guy yeah i know i know So, he was here, day one. Yeah. And I know
7: you have been here, day
2: one. (laughs) Yo, but the crowd loves it. it.
6: They absolutely love it. And at some point, a woman comes in to try and take his microphone away. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll hear it.
9: We, when they start booing.
6: Oh, right, yes.
9: We right, played Arizona in the first game, <laughs> and we beat the s*** <laughs> out of them. And then they didn't they try to cut his mic as well? They grab they, it away.
2: And he kept he kept going. Yeah. And I had no points. Right here. No points.
7: But that's okay. <laughs> yes. Because at year one, I was pretty <laughs> great.
2: Heating it up, the but, crowd. You guys were greater, <laughs> and we've been. That's when they tried to take the microphone away. Yeah. And then he i how did he get it back? He didn't let it go.
8: Pass it to Marcy. Marcy, you got something to say? No, 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 no.
2: As <laughs> my Listen mic. Listen to me. can get your own mic.
10: We've been waiting <laughs> for six long years.
4: Six
2: long years
10: for this guy to be MVP. <laughs> oh, okay, they so love this. They
6: take his microphone away, and then if you watch the video, a security guard comes out grabs William Carlson, picks him up in like a fireman's carry, and takes him off the stage. <laughs> Did he drink from the cup before the speech Are or they after? Just before. Like, they, first of all, they were all loaded. Yes. And they're all wet, shirtless. Like, <laughs> like oh my God. You know,
2: it's sweat or oh,
6: champagne or just whatever. That's going to be me at Roz's wedding. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> Six long, share. <Sierra>. See? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh Berexa posting on Instagram and TikTok to give fans on an update on her condition. So if you remember the other night she was doing a show in New York and a fan threw a cell phone at her oh, while she was performing. So mean. And like like it okay, so we'll get to that in a second. Um. So, BB Rexa had quoted her own song, uh, just writing "I'm I'm good," and then a little video of her taking her sunglasses off, where you can see her black eye, and she, above her eye, she's got like a bandage and stitches and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas uh, Malvagna, a 27-year-old concert goer, he was from New Jersey, was arrested on assault charges for intentionally throwing the phone. The Manhattan district attorney's office stated that, uh, Nicholas confessed to intentionally throwing the phone at the end of the show, quote, because he thought it would be funny
2: to throw a phone at somebody's face. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. So So is she going to like press charges? He
6: did it because he thought it would be funny. Stupid moron. So he was out with, uh, with no bail. Uh, so that is the the latest. But her eye looks. Have you seen the picture of it? Yeah, like terrible. Oof, yeah. And that like like first of all, I'm not I'm not I don't want to compliment the man on his aim, but when you're you know 18 feet away from somebody and you got a phone and the size of a head, like that's that's not an easy shot to make, right? No. Like but the phone's heavy, right? And it's heavy. And it was like when you watch the video, like it you, was a direct hit.
2: Yeah, and you have to. It's not a toss. Like
6: you no, whip that, that phone. Whip the
2: yeah. F- yeah, oh my god,
6: yeah.
0: Moron. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh ever had Jock
2: itch?
0: Well, I am an athlete. <laughs>
6: That's not the question. Why are you asking? I was asking if you've ever had jock itch. Does it look? Like it? I do today. I? I mean, are you scratching a lot down there? No, I've oh, had it before. Yeah. You had jock itch? Yeah, when I mean, you, you just get just like, like, like really, really sweaty. Yeah, yeah, but for like a prolonged period of time. Oh
2: no, no, no! Like no. day of.
6: But like, oh no! But like, jock itch is a thing where even after a shower, you're still itchy down there.
2: Oh no, no, no! Oh, no, you've I've never, never had that. you've never had no. jock itch, where <laughs> it's, it's
6: a, it's a, it's like a, I believe it's a fungal infection, oh. or or, or no, prolonged, I've never had that. prolonged fungus that you have to use like. Gold bond and all oh, sorts of that? creams no. and no, 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 no. no. Oh, you've, no. so you've never had jock itch? Though.
2: No. extreme athlete like me? No. no. Surprising, yeah.
6: surprising. Right. Uh, Adele, who we love for being so candid uh, with her fans, was on stage uh, in Vegas talking uh, very openly about jock itch and how she got it. I do
4: my shows. I wear spanks, you know, just people in And I sweat a lot, but it doesn't go anywhere. So I basically just sitting in my own sweat.
5: So my doctor gave me jock itch. Do you guys know what that is? Jock itch is it
4: jock itch. That's what it's called,
6: right? So oh, she was talking about how when she performs, spanx? she wears spanx and she sweats, and there's nowhere for the sweat to go. So she's standing up there just stewing in her own sweat. You can't go anywhere. And it gave her it gave her jock itch. Oh, so then bro. she had to treat her jock itch. Like gold bond or something, yeah, something like that. I mean, gold bond kind of burns. Like Is I don't it? know if you want to put oh. gold bond down there. Yeah, but maybe I guess people. Or she people saw do. the doctor and
2: yeah. doctor gave like baby powder. Something. No, no, you no, have to no no you have, have, have to alleviate
6: powder. like baby powder. Like you have to alleviate the fungus. Mm-hmm. Like you, baby powder is not going to alleviate the fungus. I mean, it baby works when baby you've shaved. Baby powder will drive you dry you out. What's that? It works when you after you've shaved. What do you mean, baby
2: powder? Yeah, we oh, like you it? shave
6: down there. You but we're not, talking, we're not talking. We're not. I know. But we're not talking razor burn, Maury. We're talking no, jock saying, itch. Yeah, well, it, it's helped with itch. No, but you get itch from ingrowns. You got like pimples down there. Yeah, yeah, and, and
2: just being gross.
6: Yeah, you don't. You <laughs> don't. You don't have crabs. You don't have jo- <laughs> crabs? Where did this come from? (laughs) Just things that make you itchy. No, we're not. That's not the conversation. Mm -hmm. The conversation was never things that make you itchy. (laughs) The conversation was Adele, who's a superstar. Uh, wears spanks and, and sweats a lot and got jock itch. That's the story, mm-hmm. right? It's not, not, hey, Maury, did you ever have crabs? That's yeah. not the story. <laughs> no, was, what else makes you itchy? No, that's not what we were talking about. you guys I, talk about it. Now I, have, I feel itchy all I, over. I Dude, my hands are up like this. I'm standing like a surgeon about to go in the <laughs> OR right now because I know that if my hands are not directly in front of my yeah. face, they're going to start scratching things. Like I just feel like, it, right, like my back right is itchy now. and like... <laughs> Oh, right right. yeah i know i know what about if it was in a spot that you couldn't reach though
2: i'd be rolling all, all over the ground like what
6: about the center of your back like just b- below your shoulder blades like what if that spot right oh. now was itchy
2: uh, my move like a bear you go, 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 go to a corner, a corner and i just like, yeah. scratch back and go back and forth yeah
6: yeah yeah good for all you oh, that, good nice. for, that did feel nice yeah, yeah, now yeah. i bet you that's gonna get itchy
2: yeah probably for the rest of the day what
6: are you what are your hands Sham? show me your hands right here yeah.
2: Yep. Okay. <laughs> why, why did you say it's so guilty though? <laughs> like he just got caught. We
6: I mean, know <laughs> Shem sits in there with his pants undone.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, with a global shortage making it hard for diabe- diabetes patients to obtain Ozempic. Experts are now cautioning against the black market options. Damn it, oh, Maureen. No. I know you've been looking around. You take what you can get. uh, No,
3: don't. That's not the answer. He hasn't read the story yet.
6: Are online (laughs) buyers actually getting the same product? And if not, what in the heck are they getting? And is it safe? So these medications work by helping the body uh, to produce the right amount of insulin at the right time, which helps regulate blood sugar. That means they are highly effective for people with type 2 diabetes. However, Ozempic has been used as a diabetic drug for years. Uh, Ozempic and other drugs like it were also found to lead to significant weight loss and not just in people with diabetes. So uh, some social media, like when you go on TikTok and stuff, it's all Ozempic. And, and a lot oh. of the people on social media uh, are saying that they are using the generic version of Ozempic. But the problem is the uh, semiglutide, which is the ingredient in Ozempic, right, Mm -hmm. is still under patent, meaning it is illegal to make a generic version of Ozempic. This means that online buyers without prescriptions face two possibilities. One, they're not getting Ozempic legally, or two, they are not getting Ozempic at all.
2: So it's just something else. Who knows? But it
3: still works. Does it, though? You didn't say you just said that they're not getting like it's not
6: but but you don't What, know but it what I'm saying is that it could be something like acetaminophen or it could be something okay, like Okay, so then
3: my headache goes away. Like,
6: or it could be uh something like uh, not fentanyl. What's the the <laughs> yeah, What did they what the did they used to put in all those like meathead uh weight gain weight loss stuff for for working out? I used to I got Oh, hydroxycut? Yeah, what the, was in, the that, ingredient in that? Yeah, I cuz I screwed myself up on that years oh. ago, real bad. Um, God, they don't sell that anymore, that? do they? Not with that ingredient in it. I don't remember what that ingredient was called. But anyway, it could be that. So you just got to watch out. If you're going online trying to buy, oh, Zempic or Wegovy. Is that the other one? Wegovy that oh, I God, hear advertised I no all the time? Uh, just make sure you're getting what you are getting, which I don't know. I don't yeah, even know young how. Get a extract? I don't even know how you you get that. No, no, no. It was, uh, it's, it's, it's very common. Or
2: I'll, I'll leave it, it for the diabetics that need it. Well, listen, it's approved for weight loss.
6: It's approved. The problem is, is that it's so popular mm. that you can't get it, and so people are flooding social media saying that they're using the generic version, and it's either an illegal version of the legit version, or it's just not that at all. What's the
2: generic one called again?
6: There, there is no name on the on the on the generic version. Where are you, you talking about ces- acetaminophen, which is like what's in Tylenol? Yes, yes. Um, Prozempic. No, no. Uh, Lowzempic. Up, no. Look up, Maury. Look up what you what used to be in Hydroxycut. Before they That's in the generic, stop the no-frills version
2: of it. Should just be called Lobenzic. <laughs> Give me one second
6: here. Um, what was it called? Ephedra. Uh, yes, Ephedra. That's what you can no longer. That's what you might be getting, which is not good for your liver whatsoever. Uh, Sarah, I took this. What if? What? Yeah, it's not good. Oops, dude. I had a. I did. When? Recently? Like a couple of years ago? No, no, no. Then you would not have had the ephedra looks, version. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The new sort of version of hydroxycut doesn't. Because I got this on like, like Amazon or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't have uh, it doesn't have ephedra in it anymore. And it didn't work. Yeah. Well, that's.
2: Really. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Maury, you, anything? Just you just want to take a pill that makes you lose weight, right?
3: Well, it's, it's easier, like,
6: less work. Yes, true. Yeah, true, 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 Damn. true. Uh, you're not going to take Ozempic at all, Mocha? No. You're not right into that? I don't know. Shem? No, just, no, no. No? Not. Just exercise Why? and eat healthy.
7: Yeah. Why though?
6: Why? And pray. Wouldn't you rather take a pill than pray? I sure would. No. No. Man,
2: praying ain't going to do none. (laughs) What if they called it the Jesus pill? No offense. (laughs)
6: No. (laughs) You would rather, wait a second. So you would rather pray the weight away. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Than take something like Ozempic or or Wagovi or anything like that. Yeah, Yeah. I think you get addicted. I'd rather be addicted to Jesus. Addicted? I'd rather be addicted
4: to Jesus. (laughs) Uh,
6: I was on years ago uh, and uh, I guess it was like maybe late 90s 1988 1989 I was on the I was on the bus and this is before um, cell phones before blackberries before anything else right uh-huh. and I had like a um, I had like a, a a day planner where you used to like write all your like appointments and everything else down in it right uh-huh. and I was sitting on the bus one time and this guy walks up to me and he's like that is a really really great day planner and I was like, thanks. And he's like, let me ask you a question. Do you have any time in there for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> Amen. Oh, 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 oh. Great line.
7: Great
2: line. It's
7: amazing. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
6: and then after that, the day planner stayed in the bag, and I carried a soft cover copy of American Psycho with me. Oh. Oh my and, God. And, that's, and that was the only thing that I opened on the bus, and I never actually read a page. I just would sit there with it open on my lap. Nobody's going to ask you about American Psycho.
0: <laughs> Sat
9: in peace.
0: Sat in peace on every on every commute. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
6: Sarah Jessica Parker is breaking her silence on Kim Cattrall's appearance in And Just Like That. She told the Daily Mail, uh, we've been really uh, thoughtful about the ways in which we've, you know, approached characters that hadn't been around. The way we have invited actors back and it's been, you know, really fun and exciting and certainly nostalgic. But I think more than that... It's been a lot of joy. Now, are you buying oh. this, Maury? Because they didn't even do a scene together. She was alone in a car I when she I don't buy it at
3: all. And apparently it wasn't even supposed to be leaked. I, I heard that everyone at, uh, I guess the company was livid that it got leaked. Oh. Um, but I can't yeah. wait to find I mean, it debuts this Thursday. Yeah, so well, we'll see. There you go.
6: The
0: Roz and Mocha
6: Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the race is against the clock right now to rescue that submarine carrying five people that went missing. Uh, Well, uh, off the coast of Newfoundland when they were going down to see the wreckage of the Titanic. So the sub lost contact about an hour and 45 minutes after submerging on Sunday morning with 96 hours of oxygen supply inside the thing. Uh, The U.S. Coast Guard immediately launched a search and rescue operation. So the craft is only about 21 feet long. It's called the Titan. Um, In coordination with the Canadian Coast Guard, the Canadian Armed Forces, but the whole thing is being run out of uh, out of Boston as it is right now. Um, So the vessel can go as deep as the finding a vessel that can go as deep as what the submarine can go Mm. is the problem because there's none of those in the area. Right, so, so they can't
2: bring in an, th- like another sub. Yeah, oh, but it's it thousands of miles
6: away. Like yeah, it's, yeah. In, it's. I think there is one in Massachusetts, and there is one like a couple other places. So they need to get something that can go thirteen thousand four hundred feet below Ooh. the ocean's surface, and they say that the odds are against them right now. And um, if they do manage to rescue this sub, it will be the deepest recovery mission in history. Uh, So here right now is uh, Rear Admiral John Mauger of the U.S. Coast Guard talking to uh, Good Morning America.
5: Our crews uh, in the Coast Guard and partners across uh, both the U.S. government and within uh, Canada and the private sector have been working around the clock uh, to bring all capabilities uh, that we have uh, to bear on finding uh, the submersible and locating uh, the people. And so over the night, we flew multiple sorties, or over the last 24 hours, we've flown multiple aircraft over the site looking for any signs of uh, surfacing of the submersible. Uh, the area that we search is, is roughly about the uh, size of uh, Connecticut. <laughs> uh, as we Damn. continue on with the search, Uh, We're expanding our capabilities to be able to search uh, under the water as well. And so we have a a, a commercial vessel that's on scene now uh, that has remote operated uh, vehicles uh, that will uh, give us the ability to uh, search under the water as well.
6: So tickets for the uh, sub down to the Titanic cost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars each for the eight day trip, including dives into the wreck. Uh, one of the participants is uh, somebody by the name of Hamish Harding. He's a 58 year old British billionaire wow. and explorer who is among those on the missing sub. So, so
2: even if they locate, you're going to need like, ba- obviously more vessels to, to be able to bring it back up to the surface. So right? what,
6: what they said, right, is that if they managed to get something down there, that like if, 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 if engines died on this thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And if they managed to find where it is through sonar and everything else, and they managed to get something down there, what they said was that it's the equivalent of a claw game in an arcade done remotely 13,000 feet under under the ocean. Oh.
2: So it's right? never coming up. like
6: that's that's how difficult it is to sort of latch on to it. Like if you needed to sort of tow it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's, it's not as easy that's as, as what like, it's like slinging
2: a hook around it. No. And then just pulling it to the surface.
6: No, 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 because oh, everything man, would be sad. done. Everything would be done remotely. Right. So, yeah. So they are on the clock. So that's not. And, and there was something else I was reading where they were like, you know, what should they be doing? And the person was like sleeping mm-hmm. because that's when you use the least amount of oxygen. Yeah. Right. They're like, I know it's probably difficult because I'm sure that they know that they're they've lost communication and everything else, and they were like, but the best thing they can do is actually sleep because oh. it'll just it'll keep the oxygen uh, in there in there longer crazy
0: (laughs) the and mocha show podcast
2: podcast
6: uh yesterday we heard from that uh guy who works at spotify where he was calling harry and megan grifters um over their 20 what's a
2: grifter again people were asking what's a grifter yeah like
6: a hustler okay right like uh you are you 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 sort of show yourself off as something for monetary gain but you're not that actual thing Mm. right um, I guess that's the easiest way to explain that. Am I completely wrong on that? Right? Oh, no, like, swindler, yeah, yeah, swindler. Right? Yeah, yeah. they're swindlers. Right. Um, and uh, and so he had called them grifters. And then it came out today that one of the problems with um, Megan's podcast and one of the reasons why that it wasn't renewed is that she wasn't the actual person who did the interviews for her podcast. So somebody else did the interviews, and then she went in after the fact and recorded all her questions. So this, yeah, so this came out when one of the guests on her podcast uh, was a writer by the name of Allison Yarrow. And back in August, she said, quote, excited to be included in the Visionary series. And the post that she showed um, was at a studio and she thanked a producer for, quote, being an excellent interviewer. And so, what, so the so part of the speculation was is that one of the things that they paid for was for Meghan Markle to sit down and do these interviews, and that at least for some of them, she didn't actually even do the interviews. So that, just
2: question answer, question answer. So somebody else. So there was did no interaction them. between her and the guests because sometimes. You know, like I guess you could you could fake
6: it. You could fake laugh, and you can fake all this you stuff, talk like, over you, people and stuff. Yeah, like you can oh, wow. produce it up so it sounds like that. But that that oh, may be man. that may be one of the other reasons why. Uh, and uh, and Kelly Osborne was on a podcast uh, the other day, and the podcast is called uh, I've Had It, and she oh, no. yeah. And uh, do you know that podcast? No, no but it's a yeah, great it's name. Called, yeah, it's called I've Had It, and she goes off on Harry. Listen to this.
4: I think Harry's a. F- <laughs> I do. I think he's a. He's a whining, whinging, complaining. Woe is me. I'm the only one that's ever had mental problems. My life was so hard. Everybody's life is hard. Yeah, you were the prince of a that's goddamn true. country who dressed up as a Nazi, and now you're trying to come back as the Pope. Suck it.
2: <laughs> oh, she went- yeah. yeah yeah she went off
6: she went off so <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what really changed a lot of people is that thing that happened last month where they said that they were in that that chase with all the paparazzi in new york every everybody was like and they got even, called even, out even, even people who were who were very much backing them in, in a lot of things were like come on Yeah, yeah. I think that that's what turned a lot of people because the negativity around Meghan and Harry now, it's not that it's different negativity, but it's coming from people who weren't generally negative before that, right?
0: So... And now you're trying to come back as the Pope? Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) That's harsh. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
6: I was just reading this article in Variety on uh, The Flash very much underperforming mm-hmm. and how the flash shazam and then they have blue beetle coming out and then they have aquaman and the lost kingdom coming out and those four movies were conceived produced greenlit by the executive team at dc and warner brothers that are no longer there <sighs> right so now that james gunn is there and he's rebooting it with superman legacy they have a problem of they still have to get people into these movies to watch them and possibly, hopefully, earn back the billions of dollars that they need. But there's... No motivation, one, because the movies haven't been that great, but also there's they're not going anywhere. Like, that whole world is about to end that they've created, and then the whole thing's going to be rebooted, but they have, like, billions of dollars on the table that they have to recoup. I know. And it's a massive problem. Like,
2: Aquaman may be the only one that will perform well out of that list yeah that you just gave i guess but like man dc cannot catch a break it's
6: really it's bad like when you look at these when you look at these numbers like i think the break even for uh for the flash is so they said production budgets and marketing for these four films Mm. will cost between 1.1 billion and 1.2 billion dollars so shazam pulled in 133 million Mm. The Flash opened at 55 million in the U.S. and Canada, 135 worldwide. So that's two of the four, and they haven't hit 300 million yet. Trouble. And so Blue Beetle and Aquaman got to come through to try and... Break even at one point two billion.
2: Blue bill. Beetle, you better back out now. The
6: movie looks cute, right? Like it looks great. I'm, I'm sure. sort of interested in Blue Beetle, but that is I not think, a
2: billion dollar movie. No, I think that is a cut your losses and go straight to streaming. <sighs> or, Damn, yeah, but I think they recoup movie theaters that way. Movie theaters for yeah. like a couple of weeks and then go to streaming.
6: Yeah, but that's only to just get people to see the movie because they're not going to make money on streaming because they own the streaming yeah. platforms. Mm right like it's not like you're selling a movie to a street like that happens before you get to this point yes. they're gonna have to put it in the drive-ins for the summer yeah i don't know like, i don't I thought know it but was
2: pretty quick for the amount of money that fast x or fast 10 yeah. made yeah i was surprised that two weeks after it was in the theaters i could rent it on rogers on yes demand.
6: yeah yeah
2: and that movie killed
0: yeah. in the box office
6: well yeah. yeah i don't know but it's uh, it's not looking good
0: the roz and mocha show podcast podcast
6: The weekend is in a real weird position. Normally when people drop a bomb, right? Like shows that don't do well and movies that don't do well. Like you have to do all the pre-press for it. And The weekend, very reclusive guy, never did a lot of press. And he went to Cannes and he was doing all these interviews. Like before Mm. the show came out. And oftentimes... You have to sit down and talk to reporters because you're contractually obligated to sit there, right? That's why even terrible movies have massive press runs. The stars of those movies know that the movies are terrible, but they're pros and they're going to promote it because everybody's got to try and recoup, right? Yep.
2: Every dollar matters.
6: Every single dollar matters. Thank you. But when the movie comes out and it bombs or it's not good and gets destroyed, it's very rare that the people associated with that movie still go on a campaign to defend the movie or the TV show. And The weekend who never does Zachary interviews... I Levi did it with Shazam, right? Yeah. The weekend who never does interviews, is doing interviews like crazy now. So he just did another one with Variety that came out yesterday. No. So in the new interview with Variety... Um, He claims that the when talking about the massive amounts of criticism for the idol, he claims, quote, that it was very much expected that the show would be slammed by both critics and viewers. So the series currently holds a 16% rating on Rotten Tomatoes with fans and critics. So much of the criticism, as we know, has been uh, directed at the weekend's acting abilities, yeah. which Variety called, quote, non-existent. And he says, we're playing with genres for this show. We're doing exactly what we wanted to do. And none of this is a surprise. I'm excited for everyone to watch the rest of the show. Like it's so weird. Like you're still so out there trying to trying to say we expected this. So we're the stupid
2: ones? I guess. Funny enough, Who expects the show you to guys get never, killed. You guys never talked about episode three that aired.
7: I haven't watched it yet. On Not Sunday. much to talk about. I've actually
2: really? no. turned
3: my PVR yeah. to stop recording. You have. Yeah. I've oh, canceled yeah. the recording.
2: No. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I'm yeah. still invested only because it's what, like six episodes. So yeah. I wanna see how this disaster that's six ends. Six
3: hours, Shem. I can't give yeah. somebody six hours. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, Each episode is two
2: hours?
7: No, no it's an hour six long. total NREs. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. Just, <laughs> it's just,
6: yeah. Anyway, so the, the whole we were expecting this. It's yeah, this right. it is all part of our plan. Like, just let it go, dude. Right?
0: We're the idiots.
6: Yeah. Thank you.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Hey, yeah, I love playing these. There's a woman from Florida who is gaining popularity on uh, Instagram and TikTok because uh, I love when the people who are turning 100 give their life advice because sometimes it's, you know, hysterical. Sometimes it's heartfelt. Sometimes it's just really damn good advice. So mm-hmm. uh, here is uh, Mildred Kirschenbaum. I have friends
8: who are 20 years younger, 15 years younger, And their attitudes are going to cause them not to survive to my age. Their attitude is they don't, I don't see my kids more than once a week. Or the food I was served was cold. If the food isn't quite right, have an extra dessert. If you hear from your children once a week, they call you once a week, you call them once a week. There you go. Change your attitude. I try my best not to sweat the small stuff. And to have a positive attitude.
2: Hey, right? Mildred! That's great advice. Look at you. If I was Mildred's friends, I'd be like, "Yo, are you talking about me?" Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, which one of your friends, Mildred? Yeah,
6: I first. Saw I would be the first to call her after that went viral.
2: I'm calling you. <laughs> I'm Calling you. Uh,
6: it's so good. Oh, that's Change
2: your attitude.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, Amelia Clark. A.K.A. the Mother of Dragons from uh, Game of Thrones, if you remember that. Uh Uh, So there was a video where she met Snoop, and I guess she's like a giant Snoop fan. And then Snoop was a big fan of Game of Thrones. And you'll hear in this, it's really difficult to hear because I don't know where they are, uh, but you hear Snoop say something to the effect of, "I would protect her eggs." I would protect your
4: eggs.
2: The dragons, baby, over here. it's it's all all chaos after this i didn't uh, see the video but is it like all smoky in that room that they're in yes
3: they're backstage in a green room like before a concert yes
0: Uh, yes
6: yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so uh amelia clark was doing an interview uh where she talked about this meeting and just how important it was for her to meet snoop snoop Dogg saying i would protect your eggs any day where does that rank on this surreal moment scale
7: and give context Hold
1: on. Ten out of ten, out of ten, of Snoop Dogg. Dog. He
7: said he would protect your
1: hell dog. yeah, my guy, Snoop Dogg in the house with me. He said he'd protect my dragons. He wants to do
4: an acting thing with me. I was cooking up. I mean, how oh, they like. I got high by Proxy just being in his presence, Mm -hmm. and it was beautiful, and we came up with this idea, (laughs) we're going to do a movie
9: together, we're going to take
4: over the world. It was the greatest night of my
3: life.
9: That is the shiznig. Of my life. That is the shit. I'm
3: such a fan. And then he had this guy with him called Dada, who was amazing, and then we found out that he was called Dada,
1: as in da-da-da-da-da. Is
4: the one <laughs> Snoop Dogg? <laughs> that was amazing.
9: Yeah.
1: Sorry. No. I just got no, me no, like no, alive. No. I, well, come
9: on. You know. I I...
1: me some Snoop Dogg.
6: Wow. She was really she was excited. excited. I saw Snoop. Wow. What was the movie I saw Snoop in recently where he had like, uh, he played like a hitman? He was wearing like a cowboy hat and stuff. Yes. What was that? He was really great looking in that. Up, looking up. I don't remember what that movie was. Was that on Netflix? I think so. But like he showed up and he was like a, a cowboy hitman. And Snoop was really great in it.
2: Is it a Jamie Foxx movie? Was the
6: tenants? It? No,
2: I don't remember what it
6: was. But like they're talking about like all these hitmen and stuff like this, and then and then one of them shows up in a car with cowboy boots and a cowboy hat, and it's Snoop, and he was really great in it, like really great. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's from yeah. last year. What was that? Hold on. How can I forget that? I, I mean, I forget everything, but it shouldn't surprise me that I don't remember the Snoop Dogg Cowboy movie. But anyway,
7: that wasn't cocaine. No, day shift. I was going to say day shift. What was that's, day- that's coming up? Oh. No,
6: day shift was in 2022.
2: That, that was Jamie uh, Fox. It on might Netflix. have it might have been day, day shift. shift.
6: Right. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it was it was day shift. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was great. Snoop was awesome in it. There you go. Right? Love Snoop.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Podcast. Uh, Do we have time to do Robert Downey Jr. and though? Yes. Yes, we do. So, Robert Downey Jr. talking to Dax Shepard on Armchair Expert. Uh, It's rare that Robert Downey Jr. goes back to sort of his past and start talking about that time when he was in, or the time when he was in jail for uh, parole violations and drug possessions and all this stuff, pre-Iron Man. Mm. And uh, this is uh, Robert Downey Jr. talking about what those days were like.
9: Arguably the most dangerous place I've ever been in my life, and you could just feel the evil in the air. And that was no trouble at all because it was kind of like just being in a really bad neighborhood and there was no opportunity there. There was only threats. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. everyone is going to take your wallet. So watch it. And I remember walking out when I popped out of my cell to go to the shower. By the way, this will be the best soundbite. <laughs> and I didn't know it, but I was a little spun out, and I had my underwear on backwards. Oh! That put the entry. <laughs>
6: area. An
9: invitation, really. You yes. warm as an and invitation And I remember guy. eliciting <laughs> some strong chuckles and jeers from my fellow inmates. <laughs> That's a mistake. Yeah.
3: You're basically scary, right? Yeah. (laughs) Scary.
6: Yeah. Oh, I'm scared. I'm so scared of jail. Raw, don't even. (laughs) I can't even. I can't even
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: So according to the calculations that are not entirely accurate, the submersible that has the five uh, passengers on board that went down to look at the Titanic, they would have run out of air at six AM this morning. Oh no uh so here is uh retired u.s navy captain david marquette talking about what the that would be like they're breathing in the oxygen and so the oxygen levels are going down they're bleeding it in
5: from the oxy- from the scuba tanks but they're also exhaling carbon dioxide so it's a poison and so what ha- what's happening is by now they're, they're starting to get headaches
6: you get nausea, you start to get confused, and eventually you poison yourself. So you don't, you want to remain calm, breathe slowly, relax, don't use any air. So I saw somebody who had written something, and it was quite profound, and I had never really thought about it because my your head just doesn't normally go this way. So the things we know about the submersible, even if it managed to make it to the top, the problem with the tech that these guys used to build this thing, like let's say it's floating on the top of the ocean. Mm -hmm. There's no way from the inside to open it. What? No, they bolted it shut. There's no way from the inside to even replenish the oxygen supply. Somebody on the outside has to do it. On the outside has to do it. So knowing all of that, you lose hope pretty quick. Yeah. And the one thing that somebody had said that I read where I was like, oh, good God, is depending on the people in there, when you start doing the math, you're like, we had 96 hours of oxygen. And what everybody was saying was that was four days worth of oxygen for five people or
2: it's 20 days of oxygen for one So it's not a search and rescue anymore.
6: No, what I'm saying is. It becomes Hunger Games. Oh, but do they know that? They would all know that. That's
2: no. 20 days for one?
6: Because if it's if it's four days of oxygen for five people, that's 20 days of oxygen for one person.
2: Do you think that they would have gone to that extreme? How far would you go to stay alive? Oh, yeah
6: right jeez how far would you go to stay alive far far mhm so yeah i'm coming home <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah i'm coming home
2: yeah you're rescuing me
6: yeah yeah i'm coming home
2: well i don't require a lot of air let me
6: live no 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 uh yeah so uh i don't know and they were they were talking about the you know the when they they said that they heard the banging right mm-hmm. so on board is a uh, retired um, I think it was like a maybe a British navy guy officer kind of thing and and they were saying that if if it's constant banging, it doesn't get picked up on sonar. So when they said that they heard the banging and they they thought that maybe it was from them, it's because mm-hmm. it was every half hour and that is the sort of protocol when you are lost at sea in a some sort of submersible under the water which is you go Top of the hour and bottom of the hour, and for three minutes at each point, you bang like hell, and then you stop. Hmm. Right? That's the that's the protocol to be found, and so that's what they say that they were hearing. So up until whenever that was, a day and a half ago, um, that led people to believe that they were still alive mm-hmm. in this in this thing. And that's you know that scary, when, you man. know that when you're on that sub, the submersible. There's one tiny, tiny, tiny little window in the front, right? Yeah. But for the most part, when you're out there looking at the Titanic... Yeah. You know, it's from cameras on the outside of of the submersible that you then watch on a monitor on the inside of the submersible.
2: What? Wait, I thought I saw a porthole window.
6: It's a tiny, tiny, tiny tiny little window.
2: So they all got to go my turn, my turn, my turn?
6: So you got to go my turn, my turn, my turn. But realistically if they were able to broadcast what those cameras saw to shore, you would be able to get the same experience of what they see on a monitor while you're watching it. Bro, Not I'm on in YouTube danger. right
2: now. Yes. And watch multiple yes. documentaries yes. on the Titanic. And there's
6: also no guarantee. Uh, I was listening to an interview with somebody who had already done this trip. And when you get to the bottom, right, when you, when you fully sink, you don't exactly know, like, where you are. And then you have to go looking for the Titanic, right? And this guy who had already it's done been this, in the
2: same place,
6: <laughs> but you don't, but you don't know where you when you fall. It's not like you're falling directly on top of the Titanic. So what this guy was saying was they searched for two hours, and when they finally found the the, the Titanic, they only had twenty minutes before they had to come back up to the to the surface of the of the
2: ocean. That is like the biggest derp ever. Thank you, and for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. No, take me down there. Take me into the Titanic.
6: Yes. No, it doesn't Take work that way. Take me to the way. front. Let
2: me see where Rose and Jackson No, at.
6: it doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. Anyway, that's a crazy story. So, yeah.
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
6: Uh, hey, if you got a robocall from uh, Mark Saunders, sorry, not a robocall, a spam text, did you get one of these?
2: No, the one I got yesterday was, uh, it said something like, hey, Linda, you ready to go golfing tomorrow? Oh, <laughs> you got that? That's what I got. Oh, Why? Damn, you get? I
6: feel bad for Linda. She's going to miss out on golf. Wow. Well, Uh, mine, the one that I got said, uh, simply I'm Mark Saunders running for mayor. If Olivia Chow wins, she'll defund the police and hike taxes. Only I can stop her. Reply yes to support me. Stop to stop.
3: What happens if you reply
6: yes? I don't know. I guess he stops her somehow. Like, he's just, like, cumulative superpowers, I guess. (laughs) So a lot of people are pissed off about this. And one of the first statutes laid out in the Canadian anti-spam legislation deals with spam and clearly states that any commercial electronic message must obtain consent from participants, supply identification and means of conduct while offering a means to unsubscribe from the chain. So the Saunders text that came through ticked two of those boxes. It mm. does miss the, the the user consent, though, and I think that that's what a lot of people have a hard time with. Although Saunders' team says this, texting marketing has been pretty standard and people in politics have been using it in Canada for six years or so. They go on to say anti-spam is for commercial applications. We're not doing that. We're just telling people that Mark is the best choice to be mayor and the best way to make sure Olivia Chow does not become mayor of our city. So they don't feel that they broke any sort of laws. But listen, if you're. Seems like a
2: violation to me.
6: Okay. But you know what else is a violation? And like, this is my thing with the phones. People are so bent over your phone, right? I got a text. If you're basing on who you're going to vote for, and I'm not saying vote for Mark Saunders or anybody else, but if you're basing who you're going to vote for on whether or not they sent you a text, mm. like you know nothing about what's going on. Like if that's what if that's your deciding factor. Also, what about the jabronis that show up at your door? Is that not more invasive than oh, a text? Yes. I
2: hate that. Right. I
6: hate. Is that, that. not more invasive than a text? They're that. showing up at your door all the time yeah. when somebody's running for something. And but it's a it's oh, a not it's just a, it's like a in, text in general. You don't care about this because you don't get to vote in this election, do you? Nah, so no. you, you go That's ahead. That's right. You I don't get do. people yeah. at
3: my door all the time, and they leave all those papers. Yes,
6: I know, Mocha. I'm looking at you right now. You don't care because this isn't your election. You don't vote in this one. No, it's your it's problem, so Toronto. Not mine.
0: <laughs> 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 the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
6: Yeah. Uh, can we do Maya Hawk? Yes. love Stranger so Things. Yes, love Maya Hawk. And, uh, of course, her dad is Ethan Hawke. And Maya Hawke talks about, she was uh, doing an interview with Andy Cohen about uh, if she ever got in trouble when she was a kid. And, oh, man, does she come up with the greatest line ever. What was some
9: worst trouble you ever got in as a teen?
1: Oh, uh, I lied about where uh, I said I was at going to therapy and I really went to lose my virginity.
10: Oh, what? <laughs> Maya Hawk? Wow. Yeah, I can't believe
7: I just said that, but that wow. is... Wow. Sort
1: of, my father was very, very upset. Did you ever did your know. They, they only <laughs> yes.
9: knew... Your dad only knew that you hadn't gone to therapy. He didn't know that you had gone to lose your virginity.
1: No, and he gave me a really hard time. He went, oh, where were you? Where did you go? And I said... How am I supposed to have secrets if I'm not allowed to tell lies? Yes. Oh,
6: wow. That girl. is such a good Put line. that on a bumper sticker oh, right yeah. Wow. Oh. And, Changing and the game. I would
0: think, knowing your father, that he actually respected that.
1: He did. Line. He was like, F- this kid. <laughs> yes.
6: <laughs> yes.
1: yes. <laughs> he was like, oh, that's good. Curses. Oh,
6: my God. Wow. My heart. <laughs> right? A real it's one. Is that knotted. not a lie? Poor a real one. Oh, wow. That's real so
0: good. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Podcast. Man, the Kevin Costner drama with his, uh, with his wife is crazy. So we were talking earlier in the week how uh, they have this giant, I don't know, $25 million house or something like that. Mm. And she didn't leave. Like, she wasn't leaving after they split. She was just, like, standing her ground and not leaving. And then the story was that as part of their prenuptial agreement, he had already given her a million dollars and... Um, Who knows what else? Yeah. So then the story shifted that in papers she filed, she was looking for $248,000 a month in child support for their three kids who are 13, 14, and 16. Um, And the kicker was in the documents, she said that that's actually less than what is required to maintain the children in their accustomed lifestyle. She says uh, Kevin's 2022 income was $19.5 million. The family's net income after all expenses was $7.6 million. Uh, court documents filed by Kevin's attorney say that he already gave her the million dollars. He already agreed to pay $38,000 a month in child support. And uh, was giving her $30,000 a month to rent a home and $10,000 in advance moving expenses. So... Where did it all go wrong? And there was a story that they had a tenant in their house. While they were living there? Yes. Like, I don't, like, is it like a Scott McGilvery income property kind of thing? Like you rent out the basement to offset the cost of your $25 million house? So I don't know why... Oh, it's tough times. I don't know why they had a tenant, but you remember how Kevin was like, I only want to go to Montana and shoot Yellowstone literally for a day and a half Uh because he just wanted to stay home? Yeah. So maybe this has something to do with it because then the story was that Kevin actually confronted this guy whose name is Daniel Starr for cozying up with his wife. While he was on the Dutton Ranch.
7: Uh Uh-huh.
1: What
7: happened
1: with your tenancy at the Costner's?
7: Uh... I really, uh, they're going through a rough divorce. I'm really sorry to hear about that. Yeah.
10: Why did you leave?
7: I just, you know, had to move on, but, um, uh,
10: they wanted you out. How come they wanted you? I,
7: uh, I really can't comment on that, but, um, but I, they're going through divorce. They have kids. I feel really badly. And yeah, I hope that they can peacefully resolve it.
10: There's a story out there. That's saying that Kevin confronted you about hooking up with Christine. uh, Did you?
7: No, absolutely not. You never did. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. He's a really good guy, and I have no problem with him whatsoever.
10: Are you guys friends now?
7: Um, no. I mean, I, I just was a tenant. I just had a tenant landlord relationship, so nothing yeah, nothing else.
10: Uh, what? What? Because you said that your tenancy was up in June, but you left in March.
7: Yes. It's you know just rentals. You know how things go. But uh, oh, like no. I said, he's going through divorce. <laughs> I'm sure he's got enough problems. Was, yeah. Uh uh-huh.
10: yeah. But you've never hooked up with her. Absolutely not. You got. But you guys were friendly.
7: You know, a nice guy. I tried to be friendly to everybody. So uh-huh. uh, yeah. It was
4: just
2: Uh-huh. Who's that? Like Paparazzi uh-huh. talking to the guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. He sounds shook. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Stumbling all <laughs> over your earth. What do you think the You know it was just it was just tenant stuff. It was just tenant stuff. What do you think rent is living at Kevin Costner's place? I don't know. Like if this guy Yeah is living out of Kevin Costner's house. Yeah. What's yeah. that rent? What do you think that rent is? 5000 a month.
6: You think so? No yeah. way. Way more. So he was at their like in their guest house, right? Like they uh, they have a beach house and I guess that he was in the the sort of the guest house. And then the other thing that the wife is pissed off about is that they were planning on telling the children together that they were splitting. And kevin took it upon himself while he was in las vegas to zoom the kids oh. and tell them they were splitting it's
2: <laughs> a very john Dutton well, thing to well do. he
6: wasn't even well he wasn't even in the same state and she didn't know that he was zooming them Anyway, that is a messy situation. Yeah, Damn, me. But you're right, Shem. That guy sounds... Oh, sh- sh- <laughs> 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 So Trembling. Your, so your, your lease was up in June, but you left in March. What happened? Ah, just, just tenant stuff. <laughs> you know,
2: just, he wouldn't fix the leaky no, toilet. No, you tenant, can't live like tenant, that.
6: Tenant, tenant stuff. When somebody says, hey, listen, I'm just friendly with
0: everybody.
2: Maha. <laughs> 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 like
0: how friendly, Exactly. Sorry. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, An Alberta MP is filing an official grievance with the House of Commons calling on Taylor Swift to bring her era tours to Canada. So oftentimes these things are very tongue-in-cheek and they're made to make news and they really hold no weight. But when you actually read the grievance... Mm -hmm. It sort of makes sense. So it says this. uh, It has come to my attention that despite much much anticipation, Taylor Swift's Eras tour has neglected to include any Canadian dates or locations as she released her international dates, which include stops throughout Asia and Europe. This is from conservative MP uh, Matt Genero. Swift is already halfway through the tour, which has been a boom for hotels and tourism. So do you remember this story where they said that Taylor Swift's tour – Will, Garrett, will will generate nearly $5 billion to the U.S. economy. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So the end, the, the end of the statement says uh, not only uh, is leaving Canadian fans without the opportunity to see her tour, but it's also leaving Canada out of the economic opportunities that her show generates. So, yeah. like, I know it's all tongue-in-cheek, these things, but the, the the reasoning behind it is actually quite
2: solid. Yeah. We want some like, of that money. That's some a of lot of, local of money. That's a lot of that money. That hotel money. And bar and restaurant money? Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, one thing that I can share with everybody right now yes. is that Shem, who writes a lot of songs, all the songs on the Moka show, and performs them as well, has a new one about Taylor Swift and oh, not coming to Canada damn. that will play for you at 8.10 this morning oh, on the Moka show. You salty, Shem?
7: <laughs> Speaking from my Swifties, you know?
0: Good. Somebody has to. 8,
2: yeah. 10, please join us for that.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: podcast.
6: So, uh, Brian Saz, he's the stepson of the British billionaire who was trapped on the submersive that went down to look at the Titanic. Which apparently ran out of air at six o'clock this morning. Did you see those? The the, they had a ticker on a news station, like a countdown to when they would run out of
2: air. Did you see that? Oh my God! No. Oh my God! God. The news put that up terrible
6: so he got roasted this guy got roasted because like the day after they lost contact with this and everybody thought you know maybe these guys are dead uh the stepson of the billionaire went to a blink 182 concert and got roasted for it so here is brian now defending
9: his attending a blink 182 concert thanks for the love and the support here are the facts okay believe it or not I have about $100 to my name. I can't go out to the ocean. I have a legal situation keeping me here as well. Uh I can't get on a flight. Uh I don't have a passport. I was sitting here yesterday watching the news for two days straight. I go to a Blink-182 show because they have a ticket. It wasn't like I was having super fun. It wasn't like I was celebrating, having a great time. I was kind of just listening to some of my all-time favorite songs, kind of like nodding my head and just trying to get off the phone for like maybe like two hours or so and come right back into the drama. The submarine is stuck at the damn Titanic. There's nothing I can do for the situation at all. So that's the truth. Okay. And then Cardi B saw
6: that clip where – or the, his uh, his tweet when he was at the Blink 182 show, and then Cardi B had some real strong opinions.
4: Okay, so one of the billionaires that's missing on under, the water from that submarine, shit, one of the billionaires, their stepson is at a concert, right? At a Blink 182 concert, and people is like, um, well, what is he supposed to do? Be sad at the house? Is he supposed to go look for himself? Yes. You supposed to be at the house sad. You supposed to be crying for me. You supposed to be right next to the phone waiting to hear any updates about me. You supposed to be uh, counseling your mom and shit. like, isn't it sad that you a whole billionaire and nobody gives a fuck about you? Like, like you missing and shit is ready to shake at concert. That's crazy. I'd rather be broke. I'd rather be broke than, like, <laughs> and poor, but knowing that I'm love, like...
6: Oh, big old Cardi B. And then, so, Brian responds to Cardi
9: B. So you take a complete b- like, Cardi B, has no idea what's going on. Her career is so, in such turmoil. She needs clout off other people's suffering. And she's like, eh, he won't go hell. Blah, blah, blah. He goes to a rock concert, this and that tries to use the situation to exploit like the news they're not like feeling sorry that my mom has to take care of two kids not really giving a that my stepdad's probably 99 percent chance he's dead that doesn't matter it doesn't care how we feel just trying to like make gains people like um trolling getting hate mail all these things and it's just up and to have cardi b behind it cardi b like grow up get some class like you're tasteless
6: So, during all of this, an OnlyFans model named Brie posted a picture of herself. I'm guessing it was some sort of provocative pose. And all she wrote in the caption was, can I sit on you? Brian, during all of this, quote tweets her and answers, yes, please.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) During all of this. Brian, come Flirting on, man! Only fans, models. Yeah, but he, maybe
3: he tweeted that while sitting next to the phone. No. who's
2: the cardi doesn't. <laughs> clout. <laughs> this guy. So does he not have a relationship then? I'm with guessing his it's a, a non. I'm guessing
6: it's a non-existent relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm. I'm. I'm guessing that. Uh, they they don't have any sort of relationship. Not if he only has a hundred dollars to his name. Yeah, I'm. But thinking, the
2: legal troubles.
6: Yeah, one. yeah I know, you oh. know. like what? I you might know. take
3: it away with a hundred dollars to his name.
6: <laughs> no, I no. I think that uh, whatever his legal troubles are that requires him to stay in the country and does not have a passport. Like those are some serious legal troubles.
2: Yeah. Game. Right? When you can't go in the ocean? <laughs> yeah.
6: I know how bad do you have I've had to screw it up where like you're they not a-
2: allowed you in the ocean? No.
6: That's pretty crazy.
2: Like, I understand not getting on a plane, you know, not crossing borders. Yes. But when you can't go in the water. That is some hardcore parole. What did you do, Brian? What did you do? <laughs> Be honest.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, Sony has removed the Bad Bunny Spider Man spin-off El Muerto from its calendar.
2: Why? Yeah,
6: I don't know. Don't know. Oh no. I was
2: looking yeah, forward to that. So
6: I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. Uh, so El Muerto is like he was a luchador like Mexican wrestler kind of yeah. thing. And yeah, it's off the it's off the schedule. So I don't know about that. And I don't
2: know if you've seen Bad Bunny wrestle in the w- WWE Ross. Is he good? He's
6: amazing. What?
2: Is he really? Yeah.
7: He is probably the best celebrity wrestler. Mm-hmm out there better better than logan paul i was gonna just say logan paul is is also up there but yeah man they're both great both really i like to see
2: the two of them fight each other Okay, here we go. We just walked down a wrestling right? rabbit hole. Let's talk about it. Bad
6: okay. Bunny and the Logan and Logan Paul. I got, Hall. I got so much other stuff, but boys, please just, you know. I think Logan go Paul takes it. him. I think Bad Bunny beats him. No oh, way! Yeah. We yeah. We no, go. sir. If, if, if you have thoughts, please text us nine two five triple five. Team
7: Logan Paul all <laughs> team day. Team Bad Bunny man. He's gonna. Jump off the top rope, stone-cold stun him, give him a little rock bottom. Oh, I don't know what
2: this means. Uh, have you not been paying attention to the frog splashes from Logan Paul?
7: Whatever. Oh, frog splash. Let, what a yeah. dumb name for a move.
2: Oh, wow. How dare you disrespect?
7: Frog you don't splash. The wow.
2: uh, Eddie Guerrero? No, Hello. I love
7: Eddie Guerrero, but The Frog Splash well, is a stupid it name. From? It's a stupid name for him. Who do
2: you think he got it from? Stupid Don't name. ever disrespect Eddie Guerrero. I never R.I.P. would. It's just
7: a stupid name for damn. a wrestling move, right?
2: Dottie! No, he's... so stutter. Damn, damn. Okay,
6: are we done now? Oh. Are we done? Yes? That Bunny's gonna win. Yep, I'm done. I can go for days. Can we move on or will we run out of time completely?
2: We're actually out of time. Okay, there you go.